Welcome to episode 216 of Pixels and Ink. I escaped from Cody's basement. Your hashtags didn't help. No, no one cared that if I came back or not. You know what? This might be my last podcast ever and I'm out going back to Cody's basement. <laughs> I was loved there. Pretty awesome. I have a lot of video games. <laughs> I am joined this week by Phil. Yeah. My captor, Cody. Hello. And Brendan. Who's oh, he's not, not on mic. Oh, no, no. okay. It's well, just a I'm really glad he's just you an, didn't uh, take your kidnapping personally. And you understood no. it was just for business. I figured you're just trying to take my job. I really missed out <laughs> on whatever this whole story is. You were there. Yeah, he kidnapped me. At the beginning of the podcast last uh, last week, I was like, I've kidnapped Melanie. Oh, right. Like, yeah. 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 I guess it's just it was such a casual kidnapping. It didn't really Yeah, yeah, it was yeah just, no, it wasn't yeah, anything no. serious. She wasn't in danger. No, he kind of no, just no, said, no, come just... with me. I have cookies. I was like, oh, okay. But I didn't have cookies. <laughs> yeah, that was the only bad part. He lied to me. Oh, my, I don't know. It was that simple, Mel. Yeah, this <laughs> no. whole time. Cookie party? Well, now I'm on to it. <laughs> no, you can lure her away with ice cream. Yeah, it's yeah. a new one. Do you like muffins? No. Oh, okay. Ice cream. Ice cream it is. Stupid muffins. But I'm gonna suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want to start off with some game news? Sure, we can. We can. So, Cody. It's as <laughs> Cody looks up his game news. Yeah. Thanks, Cody. This is great this is podcasting. podcasting. Okay. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I had my game news ready. And. I had to set I'm up sorry. the timer. You know what? Why isn't the timer point? Next time, the timer should point towards me, and then I can do it. Well, that was the whole plan. And you said yeah, you sorry, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa offered, anyway, and I thought it would be too far it away. Still be done. This is our way of trying it's to like, not now. get off topic, and here we are, way off topic. Way off anyway, topic. so let's let's get into the, the game news. Did you guys see those Nintendo patents? Nope. Every week, it's a new one. Yeah, that's why they're big. Every <laughs> week, <laughs> they're absolutely. And big. every week, I'm getting more and more concerned about the NX. No, because they all does have this that one s- have like wings and. Well, they still have the general, um, like the tablet controller with now, the, the, the NX with wings. But it mm. looks like this one has like a detachable. Uh, <laughs> Nothing goes well with that word. <laughs> it's like a detachable D-pad, and I don't really understand what that's for unless you can like flip it upside down if you're left-handed like the that would make that would make that's the only sense though it would make sense but i think these are just fake they're just throwing off the scent one of them might be real at some point watch it be this one the first i don't i doubt there's a detachable decat that's just (laughs) silly i don't know it's just man i've never seen such weird patents for a, a new console though because they're not real. Like, it's pretty simple. Yeah, but like I've 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 seen my share of new consoles. Don't worry, Cody. Yeah. Next and, week and the patents that are before it, and I've never seen some that are just so like outlandish. It's, next I'm, week, it's probably because one of them was yeah. real right off the bat, <gasps> and so they just keep yeah. throwing yeah. these. Well, out it's there. it's pretty obvious that this is going to have some kind of like modular control uh, that's no. attached to your TV. It's going to be a hamster and a wheel. So next week, you'll see the patent for the hamster wheel. Yeah. But it'll yes. be like shrunk, <laughs> shrunken hamsters to fit inside the console and power it through Makes wheels. Makes sense. That's I mean, they exciting. all look... You know what? The more I look at the patent, the more I think that it looks like the bottom screen of a of a 3DS. Hmm. So maybe it's maybe that's what it is. You'll find Ooh, out eventually. Yeah, it's going to... It's They got to talk to talk about it eventually. It, if they didn't say anything, like, what was it? Two years? Like, last year? When they, when they announced that they were going to start making mobile games, if they didn't say anything about the console, I don't think this would be a problem. But because they opened that can of worms, it's just that. Um, EA uh, are, are, are kind of talking, hinting about a remastered Mass Effect. 
Yay. Is that because people didn't like just remastered, or can they gonna attack on some endings that people aren't gonna get upset about? Well, I mean, whatever. The the endings happen, <laughs> and I think that we just need to move on from that and just accept it. Yes. They shouldn't have to change the ending of a of a series because oh, well, that, I didn't like but, it. But if we prove that that method works, because then they said they sent cupcakes, right? So now if we all get cupcakes and send them to Warner Brothers, will they remake Suicide Squad? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, technically they already remade it before it came out. What if they oh, were cupcake singer. bombs like the one Harley Quinn has? <laughs> oh, that'd be good. But yeah, so um, pa- uh, Patrick so- Soderlund. Soderlund? So- so- you mean Patrick Soderlund so- from like... Soderlund. From TV the, the and president... Stuff? Oh. The executive vice president of EA Studios. No idea. Um, there's a little cl- uh, clip of a quote. said, uh, what's changed is that there's proof in the market that people want it. Well, I think that what's changed is that you know enough time is removed that you can actually re-release it and not yeah. be like, oh, this blatant money grab. Mm-hmm. Well, I also am not a huge fan of remasters in general. I like them oh. for old games. Like, Actual old games, not yeah, things that I mean, finished a couple years ago. Yeah, I mean, but if it's just one console generation, it's just slight graphical upgrades. Well, it to me, like, when then old games is like old. It made yeah, sense yeah, yeah. last or gen. Or early PS3, like super early PS3. Yeah, it made sense yeah. last gen when um, you were making HD re-releases. Yeah. That, that's, that's fine. And, like, when we jump to 4K, I would like to see some of those games be like, released in 4K really as well. I was really happy when they did Kingdom Hearts, even though it was only one generation. <sighs> <laughs> the, the jump to HD was significant enough to to allow for that. And they updated the um, the controls, which really helps. Shadow right. uh, man, yeah. I don't yeah. even want to remember what those controls were like because it was horrible. really hard to play even on the PS3. It's super bad. But I don't know. I mean, we'll if, if people really want it, I guess it's eh. no skin off my back. Yeah, well, it's not like it costs us any money. We don't yeah. want to play it. So <laughs> I mean, good for them if that's what people want. We'll move on. Anyway, the last <laughs> bit of news we have is the Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, I didn't watch the trailer for this. Yeah. <laughs> it looks bad. It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> Cody's face just turned into that yeah, of a clown yeah. in laughter. It Well, like, obviously any post-Kojima Metal Gear Solid is going to be It's going to be scrutinized sub-par. to hell, yeah. too. It's going like, to be, yeah. And, and the fact that, like, this is the first one, too. Uh, Very help. quickly. But what really caught me is that the game itself, this is a trailer. It didn't show any gameplay. And the teaser trailer looks visually bad. Oh, it can't be good. Like, not like the game looks unfun or anything like that. The game just looks bad. And that's a trailer. I can't imagine it getting better. So when did he leave? Because this is fairly recent. I mean, like, this is he pretty quick after his after, departure, right? Just after the release of yeah. uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Mm-hmm. When did he officially leave? Because it was like two months after that or something. I, mean, they, I guess they announced it, but I mean, he wasn't working on anything. Yeah, it looks pretty ridiculous to me. Especially more than anything else, just how many different other types of games they've shoved into Metal Gear Solid Did now. Yeah, this is this desperate. There's a little zombiness. There's some. I mean, even the action feels a little like. Well, I mean, Metal Gear Solid's gone off the rails before. It's never always like it's it's <laughs> had spinoff games that are. Oh, certainly, but with monsters. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't do remember s- Revengeance that well. <laughs> do you think they saw how well like Call of Do like Call of Duty Zombies does? And oh, let's just stick has. some zombies oh, in there. That's, that's, yeah. It's a known fact that zombies 
will make a game more purchasable mm-hmm. for, yeah, but, for I mean, the general audience. They took a game like Call of Duty that you know shouldn't have zombies and managed to add zombies in a way that actually made the game more popular mm-hmm. and successful. Yeah. So maybe yeah. people are seeing that. So maybe Konami's like, hey, we don't have zombies in this game yet. I'm Call sure of Duty was, could do it. We could totally throw it. I'm sure zombies. it was just, well, we have to put out a Metal Gear Solid game. We don't have time to develop anything. So how about zombies? Yeah, what else are they going to put <laughs> Let's out? Let's do it. Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, they are showing, too. Just but like, An HD remaster of Silent Hill uh, Pachinko. <laughs> Ooh, I'd play that. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, when I saw... Like that, that Metal Gear Survive was going to be a thing. My first thought was, well, at least it's not Pachinko. Yeah. What's wrong with Pachinko? Nothing's wrong with Pachinko. It's just like doesn't feel like Konami's best use of Konami's resources. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If they make big money on it, then maybe it is the best From resources. From a business sense, certainly, but I don't hold any stakes in Konami. <laughs> I'm, I'm purely a consumer <laughs> of Konami products. You know I would much rather play a horrible Silent Hill game. Konami's than not. Sorry, you, you'll come to my pachinko parlor when it opens. Konami's sure. not the only yeah. company that. Only um, Konami's not the only company that that does pachinko though. Like, no, of course not. Like in, no. in terms of like video game a companies, lot of companies or publishers that yeah, Sega is owned by a pachinko manufacturer mm. as well. Mm. Which I'm surprised you don't see a lot of Sonic pachinko, and you think he would work really well in that. Yeah. Sonic Spinball was awesome. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, Sorry, there Cody. Isn't just a Sonic spinball pinball machine. Even that would be great. Yeah, I mean, there you go, Sega. Like, Cody wants a Sonic. Spinball I want a new pinball. Sonic spinball. I'm I'm super excited for Sonic Mania and that other one that's like Sonic Generations Two that doesn't have a title yet. How excited, Cody? Uh, if visually, if both of my arms were stretched out completely, that excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's great podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> I, I explained it. He did. He yeah, you imagined me he painted, with my arms out. He painted a picture. Out. Yeah, you said, imagine me with my arms out. It would be this far, <laughs> which translates perfectly to an audio medium. <laughs> I mean, I have to temper my expectations. I suppose. Because Sonic's burned me in the past. Yeah, and burn you again. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like that, that, like, that you know, person who keeps coming back to their, like, Alcoholic, abusive husband other. or yeah. wife. Like, yeah. Well, it's different this time. It's never different. You, so you have that's an abusive, my relationship with Sonic. You have an abusive relationship with Sonic. Yeah, pretty much. We all do, though. Really? No, I don't think there's no, anyone man, that I, doesn't I walked away. like Sonic. Yeah, I good for you. Away. It's internal strength. Yeah, it yeah. takes the strength of the of a lion. I don't mm. think I don't think there's anyone that doesn't want to like Sonic. Like I think everyone is rooting for Sonic. Oh no, no, to you get, you, you know, could have. Yeah. Well, I feel like everyone of a certain age, age. I feel like if you're a child now, you would have no idea that Sonic was once a great thing. Yeah. That you'd be excited about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I was cleaning out a box I hadn't seen since, like I hadn't opened since high school, and that was a long time ago. And I pulled out my Sonic Three cartridge from when I was little, and I got really excited. Uh-huh. I have that on like display in my. <laughs> Wow. Video gamer. Mine was well loved in the fact that it was used quite a bit. I used to have a yeah. picture that I don't have anymore that was uh, uh, 32x with a Game Genie and Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic 2 in it. Ooh. It was amazing. That's I don't nice. have that anymore. Yeah. Was, oh, Phil. Yeah. Well, I know. It was well, a tragic part of my past. 
We'll wrap this up, and we will come back to you guys after a word from our corporate sponsor. Shaq, do you have a need for comics and graphic novels? I do have a fixin'. Have well, a fixin'. what you need to do is go to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps, and you can get $5 off a Comic Bento subscription. It goes right to your door. Yes! Five bu- Dude, five bucks? Five bucks. Five hey, guys, bucks. can five I get in on this action? Oh, yes, yeah. you can. Whoa. You know what you have to do? Go what to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMEG in all caps and get $5 off your Comic Bento subscription. Five whole dollars? Five whole dollars. Whoa! Comic Bento. Get it now. And we are back. Yay. We're back? So we just finished up our go? game news, mm-hmm. and now we're going into movie news as per my notes. Mm-hmm. So as per your notes. See, now, now Cody and I are, are co-hosts. Right. So he yeah. won't kidnap me anymore, but I don't have to do all the work. It was a compromise that we made. Okay. Uh, but now we have to be like super organized. It's not like when I was hosting and like we'd go for like four hour podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it can't get out of hand like yeah, that. There's a lot of abuse back then, too. <laughs> All right. Next up. Uh, the next cycle up, continues. First up of movie news is um, they revealed that young Lando will be in the young Han Solo movie. Isn't super surprising. I always yeah. kind of assumed that would happen. They get the Millennium Falcon from him. It'd be great. The only challenge is I ain't going to get someone to play young Billy D. Um, that seems impossible. Ooh, that is. Oh, do you have an answer name? for this? Or no, is this I don't. Oh, that's what I'm I, saying. I it's impossible. I it sounded like you might name. be being sarcastically like, no. asking them, like, they're going to CG age him down. Uh, okay what about, what about like, Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan? He's talented. He is, but he's no Billy D. There's only one. There only ever will be. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> so. All right, so there's that. So we'll find out who it'll be in a bit. Uh, maybe it'll be Michael B. Jordan. Maybe it'll be a de-aged Billy D. Williams. We can only hope. Next up, um, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley uh, are going to play Holmes and Watson in a movie. Oh, God. I'm excited. We'll make no. it the third concurrent Sherlock Holmes franchise. <laughs> 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 That's what how public domain works. Um, yeah, I know. I'm super on board with that. Um, I wish it was Adam McKay. It's not. It's... Uh, one of uh, the like funnier die team, okay. Um, but I, it sounds funny enough to me. I love those guys; they're great together. My only disappointment, mm. though, is I know that Adam McKay had been working on a screenplay that hopefully they'll still get to later on. That was going to be about uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley as two Texas gun nuts who decide to uh, start hunting Mexicans across I'm the border. Tired of Will Ferrell <laughs> would have been amazing. You're tired of Will Ferrell. Anchorman 2 was great. I love Will Ferrell. There's no way I could ever get tired of him. He always plays Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's fine. And who's your favorite comic actor? Jim Carrey, actually. No, Adam Sandler. But he's not my favorite comic actor. And Adam Sandler has so much range. He's not my favorite, so. (laughs) I know. I just hadn't made funny about Adam Sandler in a while, so I had to get that in there. And I enjoyed Blended, thank you, because it's Uh, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. uh, (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, this is kind of a sad one. Uh, Jonah Hill has said that the uh, 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover movie probably won't no! be happening. I know. I guess what it ultimately comes down to is a budgetary thing. Men in Black is a very, I know. Let me no, guess, Will Smith? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's a, it's a very, prof- I, I think it's just too much money came, became involved. Because the 21 Jump Street movies were made for a price, and so they had a certain level of freedom. But once you bring in Men in Black, I'm sure, like, A, Will Smith has in the contract that doesn't make anything with Men in Black in the title. He has to get a piece of it. B, just the cost of the effects. And once you make a $100 million movie, you just simply can't have the same level of freedom and silliness. And that's a shame, because it would have been great to see them apply that humor to a massive scale. But alas, No Man in Black, 21, 23 Jump Street. 
Are you okay with that, Cody? You're gonna be all right. I'm, I'm not uh, okay to be with completely this. Completely honest with you, I was never like I. I get the appeal of 21 Drum Street. Mm-hmm. I just I have this like irrational dislike for Channing Tatum. Oh really? It makes it really hard for me to enjoy the movies. Is it that he's too pretty and it makes you question your feelings? Well, I think a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. No, I think a lot of it is just like a lot of his stuff before he started doing comedy mm-hmm. was just so awful. Yeah. That like. It just, it's not redeemable. Wait, wait. Oh, I hated him back in the G.I. Joe days, too. But ever since he started getting roles that were actually, like, a human being could play, he's been quite good. Yeah. Wait, I rolled <laughs> away for a second. Who were you talking Jay about? Tatum. Jay Tatum. Oh. Jay Tay, as I call him. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's pretty. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no, he's not. But I don't, I don't want to get in this argument, so. It's okay. I'm I don't not think gonna... he's pretty. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not yeah, a lot. We don't, it's we not don't something I put a lot of thought into. We I don't think there's want just to, enough um, empirical evidence in the world that he's doing okay in the looks department. We don't um, want to upset a, a future friend of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, a future friend, Shannon yeah, yeah, yeah. Tatum. Yeah, we'll be friends one day. You'll see. Um, Get right on that, Cody. Oh, and Phil. good news! Um, the Suicide Sound uh, Squad soundtrack hit number one on the Billboard charts last week. Uh, That's a pretty good soundtrack. I've heard that yeah. the music is the best part of that. Yeah, movie. it is. A, yeah, well, I mean, like, there's all the uh, you know pilots. Yeah, there's all the like needle drop stuff. But there was a, si- a single um, by Rick Ross and Skrillex, and uh, that was the, the big selling point, and it's hysterically awful. It really brings to mind those old '90s days when people would have. Uh, horrible theme songs. In fact, the only thing that uh, would make Mortal it better Kombat? is if Will Smith had actually done it himself. Oh, yes. It was a real bummer, and you know, well, that well, that, you know that was a discussion at some point. But the, what they actually did was so horrible that I would actually <laughs> like to take a second here and read the lyrics um, in my nasally white guy voice. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm up for this. Yeah, because I, I, I just think it'll, it'll really put it in perspective. <laughs> um, hang on one second here. All right. So here we go. Uh... Biggest boss, I've been the trillist. I'm a bigger problem when I click it with Skrillex. Murder on my mind, it's time to pray to God. My revolver is not religious, the revolution's born. You want to know my name, then go and tell them Sarge. You want to know my gang, Suicide Squad. Oh, God. Pistol at my waist, I might make a mistake. Deadshot, headshot, oh, my God, am I crazy? Drugs on every corner. This is Gotham City. Killer Croc came to kidnap you to cut out your kidney. Ain't no mercy. Got that purple Lamborghini lurking. Rose, don't you know that pussy worth it? Now, at this, I'm a, I, at this point, I'd like to point out that this is a movie for children. This song is promoting. So I guess he's talking about kitty cats. Uh, flooded Rolex at the Grammy Awards. They still selling dope, those Miami boys. Killers everywhere. Ain't no place to run. Forgive me for my wrongs. I have just begun. So, as we can God. see, it's very clear why that did well. Uh, thank you for and the poetic reading. Yeah, 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 no problem. And, uh, yeah, I look for, I hope they do. I, again, I, it's just a shame Will Smith didn't crank those uh, sweet jams out, but oh. I highly recommend the music video. Jared Leto's in it. Oh, hey, speaking of Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, there's two things that are amazing about this story. Um, one is what he said. The first thing is that apparently there's a weekend fan event called Camp Mars where 30, uh, what's the, what are they called again? 30 Seconds to Mars. 30 Seconds to Mars yeah. fans get together and get to meet the band for well, like a weekend fun. of 30 Seconds to Mars events. All right. That seems that's like a, it would that's a real thing. That could have been really cool back in like 2008. Yeah, that's a real thing that we're happens. Saying, we're going to sign up Cody for now. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they had one, I think, believe it was last weekend, and Jared Leto participated in a Q&A, 
and he uh, someone asked him about Suicide Squad, and he said that he felt he was tricked into the role, um, that they thought the movie was going to be more artistic, and that he uh, they shot an entire movie's worth of Joker material they didn't use, and he has no intention to see the theatrical cut. Um, that was all posted on Tumblr, and was since taken down, um, and uh, no one's like he hasn't confirmed it or anything, but it seemed pretty legit. Yeah. Um, that because it like as soon as it like caught on that it happened, all of a sudden it had to been taken down, and no one responded. So there you go. Even Jared so they, Leto was not happy. They with tricked him with like cookies. Like I think yeah. They, see, like, we're well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're easy. Having seen Suicide Squad, I'm sure they were like, we don't have a script yet, but it's gonna be amazing. You're gonna be the Joker, and it's gonna be incredible. Um, I'm sure that's what happened. <laughs> Having seen the movie, that's certainly how it feels. Well, and also, you have to think of, like, the amount of work he put into being the Joker. Yeah, he put yeah. a lot of effort. Uh, like, that's, especially for a method actor, like, that takes a lot out Did of Did he you. put a lot of effort in? Sounds like he just sent used condoms to people unsolicited. <laughs> like, so it's just a way of having fun like, for like, him. I suppose that's more effort than just memorizing your lines, but... Well, like, no, like, mentally, uh, if, if all accounts are correct from people that play the Joker, is that it does a lot on you. That's why there's never been someone that's played the Joker more than once, unless you're counting voice work. Yeah, well, one person said that. Um, it was Heath Ledger. And then he, he died. had a drug hat of it. Did, and died. Did Jack Nicholson say the <laughs> it same thing? Unrelated. Didn't Jack no, Nicholson, Jack Nicholson say the same didn't say that. Jack Caesar Nicholson Romero played Jack Nicholson in, in clown makeup. I guess. Yeah, no, it's that was that whole thing was silly. Anyway, I just think that like if he did go down that road and it was, it took that much out of him to be in a situation where, you know, you thought you were gonna have a bigger role and you're you're honestly inconsequential to the plot. Mm. Um, I'd be a little, a little peeved, too. I gotta understand being peeved. Um, when he saw the costume, he should have quit. <laughs> Simple as that. We've had this discussion. His purple jacket was the best thing in yeah. cinematic history. Yeah? Yeah. Have you heard of the Antwerp? Because they have a lot of coats you might like. <laughs> I, just... I think we're gonna wrap it up with that. <laughs> That's it for movie wow. news. Bye-dee-bye. And the best coat in movie history is The Matrix, by the way. Yeah, that's a pretty good coat. Anyway, so what have you been watching, Phil? Oh, we're getting right into it, are we? I thought there was going to be a break. Okay, here we go. Nice try, Phil. Um, There was timers and stuff. It was confusing. All right. The timer died, so. I noticed. That was interesting. Flying by the seat of our pants It's okay. It's okay. All right. So um, the big movie this week that we have a review for up on the website is Kubo and the Two Strings. Um, so that is the latest movie by Leica, the stop motion company that made Coraline and the Box Trolls. That's what and it was. Norman. Yeah. I love Coraline. I just watched it recently. Me too. I adore it. It's, it's a really good it's, movie. It's amazing. I, I still think it's their best. Um, but I, I've liked all of them. Did you see Paranorman? Yeah, I loved Paranorman. Paranorman. I haven't Paranorman seen the Box fun. Trolls yet. Oh, Box Trolls is great. You'd love it. Um, anyway, Cuba and the Two Strings. This is um, a slight departure in that it's not uh, in the horror genre specifically, uh-huh. although there is a lot of spooky stuff within it. They certainly have not given up their desire to freak out children in is a this one way. actually for children? Because I'm sorry, but Coraline got really not for... Oh, Coraline's 100% for children. Are you kidding? I, I went to see it in theaters and saw it was in children. Yeah. They did not like it. They got because freaked it out. Got, yeah. They got yeah, really freaked out whatever. by the Have end. you ever read, like, a grim fairy tale? I mean... <laughs> Do you think people still read their kids' grim fairy yeah, tales? Yeah, of no. course. Hansel and Gretel. Everyone knows Hansel and Gretel. Mm. Yeah, no. I have, I personally... I mean, like, should you show a child Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> no, absolutely not. That's deeply inappropriate. But I don't think there's anything wrong with... I mean, I, like, I'm it's a healthy way to confront Fun fear. story time. Mm. My parents let me see Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I was about six. Oh, Scared. sweet. Scared. 
the crap out of me to the point where I'm still scared of Texas Chainsaw Massacre when I watch it, even though I know it's not that scary. It's okay. It's, it is it's that okay, scary. Buddy. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is amazing. I, I, like, it's really hard to like scare me in a movie. Yeah. Because like, there's no actual consequence. Yeah, yeah. To anything that happens. Unless um, you watch The Ring. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre still gives me the heebie-jeebies when yeah, I watch it, but it's still my favorite. It's franchise. terrifying. That's the like one of the few ones that still yeah. scares me too. Oh really? That and The Exorcist and The Shining. All right. Um, the Shining. Shining's amazing, Mel. You need to grow up and realize that. All right. Anyway, Kubo and the Two Strings. Uh, so yeah, this is um, sort of loosely based on Japanese myth, and it's once again about a uh, child of unfortunate circumstance. In this case, it's Kubo, whose uh, <laughs> father uh, was uh, mur- his father was a great. Murder warrior who was murdered. Um, his mother is essentially catatonic. He so goes he down. He's yawning. Looking know, he's about to fall I asleep. Sorry. I know. It's me. It's my no, fault. No, no, it's not you. It. Just, um, so Kubo, whose father died, um, <laughs> his father's great warrior died. His mother's not currently catatonic. Kubo goes down to the village every day to make money by playing his instrument and uh, using his uh, magical origami skills where he can create origami creatures that come to life. I saw there was a monkey. Um, so they do A-OK. We're getting there, Mel. Yeah, so excited. he's doing A-OK. Monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting Get there. Get to the monkey. Well, I've been trying to set this up for a while. Okay, so um, he goes in there. His mother always warns him to never go to the village at night because there's an evil moon king that won't be too Ooh. impressed. And one day he's like, I'm going down anyway. And the moon king sends her two evil, creepy uh, daughters, um, both voiced by Rudy Mara. And there's a big kerfuffle. And when Kubu wakes up, he's next to a monkey Yay. that he hasn't met before. And they go on a quest. They later meet a uh, beetle man voiced by Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and as you can... All right, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so as you can tell, it is uh, like very strange. It operates under a certain dream logic that's uh, quite interesting. Um, the... Uh, Animation's amazing. Uh, they sort of, it is primarily stop motion, certainly with all the characters, um, but they do uh, sort of digital extensions, make things a little better. And also because it's just filled with these incredible uh, action sequences, they're absolutely amazing. Um, as like pure eye candy and like a work of animation, it's absolutely right. extraordinary. I think the best thing they ever did was the mouse circus. That was amazing, That's especially too. in 3D. It was yeah, yeah. That's oh, super incredible. But th- this, like, the whole thing is just like, pure eye candy it's extraordinary um i found that like some of the um, while they're on the big quest there's obviously some buddy making with kubu and his new friends and some of that got a little uh it was fine it just felt uh, a little like uh, standard kitty movie stuff um and so it kind of lost me a little bit there but as just for like i said for the most part it kind of really admirably follows kind of like a dream logic structure which you don't normally see in a mainstream movie and um, just techni- on a technical level, what they pulled off is absolutely amazing. So I really, really recommend it for anyone that enjoys animation, that enjoys Leica, that this company, like they haven't had a bad one yet. Um, this, this I would say, it like on a story level is my least favorite, but on a technical level is so extraordinary that like, yeah, I just will let that go. Well, I felt um, like Rango, like I know it wasn't them, but Rango for me was one of those things that was gorgeous to watch but yeah, yeah. I could not stand the story yeah no this isn't like that like when I do when I criticize the story it's only because everything else is it's like such a high level so that it's just I compared to like Coraline be that high. no 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 even within oh. Kubu itself oh okay um, within the movie like everything else is executed so well that I wish the story lived up to everything around it but it's not and it's not even a bad story it's just like it's a shame that it kind of gets conventional at points when it's so like almost feels like an experimental film at times it's amazing um, based on its incredibly unmemorable title and strangeness and release, I don't think it'll be super successful, but I hope it does well for them simply because I want them to keep doing what they're doing because, God, 
they are good at it. All right, next movie um, is uh, Train to Busan, um, which is a Korean zombie movie I saw. Cool. That I highly, highly recommend. Ooh, good. I'm not super in. Like, I'm pretty tired of zombies myself. And uh, well, now you can have them in Metal Gear. Yeah, uh, I know. But then, but this was um, this was really good. It had, it was by a director who had worked primarily in like animation before. Um, so it has a very hyper stylized quality to it. Um, and then it's also just a genius idea to do a zombie movie on a moving train because um, you got to have it in a condensed space. And what a like great one and then like so not only do you have people like trying to get through train cars filled with zombies and da 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 but they like stop to try and get help and then there's just more zombies there etc it's really intense um the korean film industry um presumably due to uh working incredibly long hours and, and not paying people properly uh, can create a scale with the sort of zombie uh, genre movie that few industries can compare with and some of the sequences with like literally hundreds of human extras flooding at the screen were absolutely amazing. Um, it is ultimately a zombie movie, even though there are clever twists on it and little interesting ideas. So, like, don't... I wouldn't expect, like, you know, if you're tired of zombie movies, like, you are going to learn that we are, in fact, the zombies and so forth. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, that's all there. But it's just so well done and so entertaining and so, like, viciously violent that... Uh, highly recommended for horror movie fans uh, trained to present and then finally um, I saw War Dogs which is the new movie by Todd Phillips made the Hangover movies with Jonah Hill and Miles Teller uh, based on a true story about uh, two 20 something year old guys that became uh, arms uh, dealers during uh, the Bush administration because after the media revealed that Dick Cheney had was like selling to all his old arms manufacturers. The U.S. government had to put some of their deals on the open market, and so these guys just started like helping finance, uh, helping like put arms dealers in other countries in touch with the U.S. government. Um, and essentially, it's done like a Goodfellas uh, type movie, where it's sort of the first half is all like about sweary, filthy rise to power and pure goofy hedonism and that's very funny and then the second half is all downfall that doesn't quite work as well um, I don't think Todd Phillips has the same uh, uh, grasp of, uh, of, of, of drama that he wishes he does it, it's one of those things where if you're a comedy filmmaker if you make enough hits you gotta desperately want to be taken seriously and this is his chance um, but he did a good job. He's always been like an uncommonly visually talented filmmaker for a comedy director, so he pulls all that off. And more than anything else, it's really worth seeing for Jonah Hill, who um, like is a genuinely great actor in addition to being hilarious. So he like makes the transition from being this like weird like stoner party guy who found this weird loophole to make millions to just being a total horrible sociopath and uh, almost evil person. Um, he does that very well. I think he does it better than the movie itself does. And uh, it's, uh, so yeah, it's, I mean, it's not perfect, but it is good. And particularly within the like limitations of like a summer Hollywood comedy, it is, it does try to do interesting things. And I kind of liked it. So I was wondering how you would feel about it. Cause I, I was actually really interested in seeing it after the trailers. They've done a good job marketing it at least. Yeah, me too. Um, and I, 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 I'd say if you like the trailer, like it's totally worth seeing. It's not like, it's not bad by any means. It just is a little stretched and I just... Goodfellas has been knocked off so many times. I got kind of irritated seeing that stuff again. But uh, it's totally worth it, especially um, if you enjoy Jonah Hill as either a comedian or actor. He's oh, he's a fantastic. He's really talented. He yes, truly he is. is. Yeah. 
That's it. That's what I saw. Thanks, oh, Phil. Fun. No problem. I guess we have some games to talk. Well, Cody mostly has games to talk yeah. about. Are we going to take a break, or are we just going right into the games, or we're just going right into it? Okay. Right into it, Cody. Just Whatever. dive on in there. Um, so, I haven't been playing anything new, but um, you guys were nice enough to be like, hey, that whole end game thing, you can, you can take yours that. It's yours now. Yeah, take just, it. You want the initiative to do it, do it. So, uh, this my is first, your column. It's not my first end game, but my first end game as, like, I guess my own personal column. <laughs> um, is uh, I, I did it on Oddworld, Munch's Odyssey to coincide with our theme of dystopian future for the magazine. All right. So Oddworld Munch's Odyssey for me is like has like a special place in my heart because that was the first Oddworld game I played. Um, and it's also the first like 3D Oddworld game. So um, it still has all the same charm and like sort of dark undertones that an Oddworld game has, but it's bigger and, and stranger. So this game, you, you start off as Abe. Um, so... Uh, I guess for people who don't know what Oddworld is, it's set in like a really like crappy future where there's like alien guys kind of everywhere. No, there's no like actual humans, I guess. But anyway, uh, the the original Oddworld games had followed Abe. He was like the the slave guy who um, he was working in a factory that like processed meats or something. Mm-hmm. And then the the company was like, hey, what if we just like to like cut costs? What if we just like slaughter our um, servants or slaves and sell them. So he kind of like tried to stop that and escaped and all that kind of stuff. Um, so the same company is also uh, like overfishing these like weird kind of like frog people. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're taking all their eggs and stuff to the point where there's only one guy left and his name's Munch. And he's this little like cute frog person with a big head. Um, and he uh, he's all by himself and he's trying to find you know, his friends and he's like lured out of the water and he's trapped and he's taken away. So Abe has to save him. And, uh, yeah, it's like, the story's like really by the books. Um, you play as Abe at first and then you can switch into Munch and you can switch between them. And, uh, it's, it's a really like simple, like 3d platformer, like most early 3d platformers were. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's a collect them up. You go and you collect these certain fruits so Mm -hmm. you can open doors so you can go collect more fruits so you can open open more doors. Door? Yeah. Fruit to door? Yeah, fruit to door. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. Munch can swim. Abe can't, so you have to use that in consideration. Abe can, like, control other servant guys to, like, help him out. I can't get past the fruit and to door thing. That doesn't make any sense. It's you. It's like Donkey Kong. You collect bananas so you can get into the cannon. You go to the cannon. You go to the next place, collect more bananas. Or barrel, sorry. Not eh, cannon. Don't you feel silly? Yeah. And at least he's a monkey, like... Yeah, well, these are, like, weird alien things. Okay. Like, weird alien fruit. I don't know what alien things like. Anyway, I didn't get to play a lot of it <laughs> because um, I bought my disc from Cash Converters when I was, like, 10 years old, and it was already scratched then. Right. Um, and, and you can imagine what a 10-year-old is like with discs, and there yeah. weren't Blu-rays, so they, they scratch really easily. So mm-hmm. um, I couldn't get past... It kept, like, breaking. Like, it just stopped working every load screen. So I was like, you know what? I I think I've played enough. I can go off memory to write this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a fun game. It's It sucks, though, because I've always... I, I look at it very highly, and uh, it's not even, like... People don't ever talk about Oddworld Munch's Odyssey. If they talk about Oddworld, it's Abe's Quest or uh, Stranger's Wrath or the new and tasty one that just came out. Um, and it's a, it's a good game, and... It's it aesthetically it reminds me a lot of um, 
Psychonauts, which is another Xbox game I play on the Xbox. Um, but it doesn't even have that like cult appeal that Psychonauts has. So um, it's it's kind of sad that it's kind of this forgotten game that's it's not bad. It's fine. It's a pretty decent game. It's, no one ever talks about it. Well, maybe people will talk about it now that you're writing about it. Hopefully. That's I your, mean, that's it's your it's job, a, Cody. Come on, make it come back. Yeah. <laughs> Oddworld Munch's Odyssey, the most okay platformer you can find. <laughs> the most generic, middle-of-the-road platformer. <laughs> well, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, I really love the aesthetic of it. Um, everything's, like, kind of weird. And, um, is that one he's, like, a, is that the one with the gray, purpley person? Am I thinking something else? Gray, person? No. What did Wayne play, like, a couple years ago that he just kept dying? It might have over been Odd World Over and tasty. over. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was the it was kind of sort of I don't know if it was a remake of the first Odd World or what it was. I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he was doing it off of memory, so yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. So then it was the it's that was a remake of the first Odd World. So yeah, that that is what it is. And it's I don't know. I I've always there's something about that like kind of weird dark but sort of bright cartoony all the shapes aren't perfect shapes. Yeah, yeah. They're all like off. I like that. Yeah, did like you like Dr. Leisure Seuss? Suit Larry as well? Uh, you know, I never played Leisure Suit Larry. It you was missed a little out. Too, uh, a little too risque. Yeah, for for ten year old. We've already yeah, we've established that Cody's very clean. Yeah, clean Cody. I'd say ten ten years old is about the sexual maturity level of Leisure Suit oh, Larry. Right. So you probably would have been fine. Yeah, I remember one time uh, my brother got to rent. My brother's four years older than me. Right. Um, my brother got to rent the Playboy game. <laughs> there was the a Playboy we take game. Pictures? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, what you take one pictures night, of cartoon he, boobs? Yeah, you get, okay, well, you're the your photographer for Playboy, and you have to. And, and one night, he <laughs> let me come into the room and like play with him, and it was. You may want to reword that <laughs> if you ever tell that story game. again. He let me come into the room and play the game. Yeah, the Playboy game with him. Yeah. I played a video game with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just sum this down. Yeah. Yeah. Want to be clear? <laughs> want to be clear? Uh, and yeah, that was a. It's actually a fun game. Pretty. Was so it? I thought it was. You fun. played it too. I like I like taking photos in games for some reasons, like right. Pokemon Snap yeah, and then yeah, Playboy, yeah. and then what is the other one? Africa, I think oh. it was on PS3. That you would play, take pictures of Kabbalah's Africa, African adventure, something. You take <laughs> safari photos. It Caleb's, I don't it's know. silly, I don't know. but I got to play it because on PSN this month, I believe it's called Twisty Towers, something Towers, Tricky Towers, something to do with towers, and the pieces look like Tetris pieces, okay. except okay. there's no walls on either side. You just have oh. a little platform you build on, and there are physics. Hmm. So there's weighted physics, and then if you play in a hard mode, there could be wind or rain, because you're in the sun. Oh, and the cool. Rain and, stuff. and you get to compete against people, if that's what you want. So there's a mode, Lisa and I are playing on Tuesday, where you have to race to a line, but you have to you know try and stack it to the line, because there's wind, or it starts to shake and stuff. It's so much fun. If you have PSN, <laughs> or if, mm-hmm. if you have Plus, go and get it. That's, that sort of reminds oh me of the Stack'em games that's had a lot of arcades. Yeah, it's just it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I played it, Mike and I downloaded it, like, oh, let's just try this out, and we just sat there for two hours <laughs> playing it. I'm crazy. Yeah, I was playing Tetris on the way over here. Well, you should try this. I love Tetris, though, so but much. Anytime I'm playing anything that's like Tetris but isn't Tetris... You get upset? I'm disappointed, yeah, I could be playing Tetris. This is way different. Yeah. You I still, like, I enjoy puzzle games, certainly. There's just something about Tetris that I will never... In fact... My iPod keeps track of every time I play Tetris. Let's see what play camps I'm up to now. <laughs> well, do you have plus? 4,878 times I've played Tetris on that thing. Jeez. I want to make it clear I've had that for years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is all you do and is play Tetris. No, no, no. It's like for commuting. I do it on the subway. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Do you have plus? 
Do I have plus? No, I do not have plus. Oh, and then we could have played together. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeez, play Phil. together like yeah. Cody's brother yeah, and him Cody. used to play together? <laughs> Anytime, <laughs> Mel. You know Anytime. <laughs> You'll have a great time. You'll bond a lot. You can't wait. Yeah, Mel. Playboy. Hey, Mel, you want to cover my place to play for cookies and to play the Playboy photography game? <laughs> no! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, I tried. Cody might fall for it, though. What? Cody, want to go to Phil's for the Playboy photography game and some cookies? That's right. I'm down. Sweet. Let's do it. If the cookies make you sleepy, just put your head in my lap. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, you guys excited for um, Deus Ex? No. No? <laughs> well, there, there goes that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cody. I, I saw, know you were trying. I saw I'm, Shaq playing it in the office. I'm actually excited to uh, go and eventually buy Overwatch, but I haven't even tried yet. I really, really I don't understand the appeal of Overwatch. I haven't played it, but like everyone's so okay. into it, and I so just don't. I did play one other thing this week. Okay, let's hear it. Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Big shock. But they oh, added... You're giving away the, like... They added community right? events, yeah. too, so every community, the community can, like participate and you would get prizes and stuff for it so i was cool. really excited about that and yes till august 30th uh people can play for free with me i'm looking forward to the deal the death star dlc for the uh star wars battlefront i was but it was on it, like uh like battlefront was 26 bucks the other day and i considered buying it's it not, it's fun it's fine for 26 bucks yeah it's super fun like honestly the um the like dog fights i think are incredible yeah. Actually, yeah, because there'll be like thirty or forty different ships flying See, around each other at once. It's super fun. That sounds really interesting. Like that sounds super fun because that's more unique to that particular. It is. Yeah. Like I honestly never play the FPS yeah. section. I just if I'm doing it, I'm it's just me and my X-wing blowing up Tie Fighters, just like Mom used to do. Just like Mom used to do. Yeah. I had an interesting childhood. Seriously. Eh? <laughs> Clearly, it was more interesting than mine. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, did you spend time with I your brother think anything's playing? more interesting than your childhood coding. <laughs> Wait, didn't you have older I sisters? Didn't... Younger sisters. Younger sisters. So Phil is the older brother. That yeah, is the bad influence. Yeah. Yeah. I see how it is. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we can start wrapping up because apparently we don't play, for gamers, we don't play a lot of games. Well, it's a slow season. There's not much. Cody, that was, why okay. are you beeping, Cody? I didn't know that would happen. I had a timer set up, so I guess we're nine seconds off from the timer we have on <laughs> your screen and on my, my screen. Cody's nine seconds off. We here at CGM are professionals, you know. <laughs> you can visit us at cgmagonline.com, where you can see Phil's movie review of... Kubo and the Two Strings. Kubo. So it's not Kobo? No, it's with a U, so I think it's Kubo. Kubo? Do they say it in the film? Yeah, they say Kubo. Kubo. And so it's Kubo. Kubo. K- Kubo on the two strings. All I right. like saying Kubo. It was a nice I little, like, <laughs> I intend on continuing halfway between you saying it and <laughs> Phil saying it. <laughs> we were both right, Phil. Yeah, 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 in the end. And next week, you can also see Phil's review of uh, Carnival of Souls. Of Souls, yes. Yes. A great old uh, horror movie from the 60s that Criterion just put out. That yeah, I people really, need to. really, really recommend. Interestingly enough, the same week that I wrote that very passionately and sincerely, it was announced that the Rift Tracks people will be making fun of it. Um, <laughs> so I think it's uh, meant to be, Phil. Yeah, I can see why they would, because it is like it, like uh, I like I wrote about it. it I find it really interesting because it starts out um, very cheap and cheesy, like an old uh, Ed Wood horror movie or something like that. But 
it gradually matures into something much more interesting, very stylish, and very genuinely creepy and haunting. So if you like old-timey horror stuff, you should read that article and watch the movie. Yeah. Ooh. And, of course, right now you can find Elias's review of Deus Ex Mankind Divided on the site. As well as, Cody, did you, have any, you don't have anything this week, do you? No. no. Well, this week he had uh, Sudden Strike preview, Vikings preview from the Calypso those, event he went to. Those games are really fun. We talked about it a bit last week. Um, yeah. I'm really excited for that. So now the full previews are up. Make sure you check those out. We are also giving away Batman v Superman, the ultimate edition. Dun, 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 dun. I like it. Yeah. Fine. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean if, if you like Batman, but not as much as you like napping, it's the movie for you. <laughs> So you come to cgmagonline.com to enter that contest. We're also giving away copies of Keanu, the talking cat. Really that, cute. That's such a fun movie. It's it? super fun. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, what are and The Nice Guys, which is also fantastic. That's not up yet, Phil. Okay, well, we're not giving away The Nice Guys. That's coming up. Okay. Way to jump the gun there, Phil. Sorry about that. And, of course, if you want to find out why the extended edition is not necessarily worth your time, Phil wrote about it. I did. A few weeks ago. I so did. search that up, because then you can find out if it's worth your time to enter or not. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's not. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Phil. And if you saw Suicide Squad and you're just a little bit disappointed and you feel like you got, didn't get enough Joker, then you can search our website for the maddeningness. Was it Madness of Joker? It's the history of Joker. Oh, yeah. Yep, on CGMag on, yep. CGMagOnline.com. Make sure you check that out. And we also have Anatomy of Villain, because last week was Villains Week. So if you missed out on that, it's obviously there's stuff still up. So go and check it out. It didn't go away. Mm-mm. No, we don't just take stuff down after it's been up for a day. <laughs> That's how the theme weeks work. <laughs> <laughs> theme week is gone. <laughs> and, of course, all our social media at, at CGMagOnline for Twitter, Facebook.com slash Magazine, Tumblr, CGMagazine, we also have, what else do we have? We have Twitch, but we're going to get on that soon. YouTube. YouTube, which is also CG Mag Online, isn't it? So everything is CG Mag Online. And we have personal Twitter as well. Do you have a personal Twitter, Phil? I do. It's at that Phil Brown. It feels really funny. Last time, you know, last year at Christmas, we decided to read your Facebook post out to my family. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because they thought they were hilarious. <laughs> your Facebook, your Christmas time Facebook game is really strong. Yeah, it's good times. I'm at Kicks and Chaos, K I X X E N Chaos. Cody? I am Cody underscore Orm. And Brendan is BFry26. Make sure you visit us all on Twitter. Cody really wants some followers, so go and do that for him. Please. No, follow me. It's getting like follow mean Phil. now, guys. <laughs> follow Phil and follow. Yeah, you can Cody. follow both of us. It's Follow Friday. Follow them both. Mm-hmm. All you right. You can also find me on Instagram. Yeah, you can also find us on Instagram at CGMag Online. And it. Classic Cody? Um, yes, yeah, it's C-L-A-S-S-I-C-O-D-Y-Y. And you can follow me on Snapchat at Stop Wasting Your Time with Snapchat. Thank you. That's a good one. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. 